Okay. <laughs> we finally made it. We finally made it, Mom. I am so happy. Hello, hello. So we can really definitely state it as the Bible said. This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. Oh, goodness, Mom. It has been wow. We've been trying to do this interview since Tuesday. Right. And it's now Saturday morning after how many, two hours later. Right. And we were finally meeting together and interviewing, but I'm so excited. Amen. Um, I want to do this because Mother's Day is happening um, tomorrow. And there's a special day, the day after that, which is your birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> birthday. Oh, can you tell the people how old you're turning? Oh, hello, 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 everybody. Hello to all of you who will be watching the show. My name is Gertrude Jollyfield Christian. Hello. Mm. And I am so happy to be here this morning. I mean, I am thrilled. You're thrilled? How I thrilled am, are you? Are you really thrilled? I am thrilled that me, Gertrude, that I am able to sit in front of camera, learning so much this morning, uh, like technical thing, um, technology plus technical business. And I feel like I'm in Hollywood. I'm wow. You, yes. You, you're a star. You're a star. That is correct. You are a star for real, for real. And before I go even further, I want to thank God for today. Amen. I cannot believe it. I am sitting having an interview with my daughter, and where millions will be watching us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. God is all good. the time. All the time. All the time. He is great. He okay, is mom, but you, mom, you didn't answer my question. How old are you gonna turn on Monday? Oh, you think that's not something I'm not proud of? I am going eight ten six five. Six five. Wow, that's a big number. Six five. Hallelujah. And <laughs> um, beside the diabetic that is trying to put me down, but by the grace of God. I will win over it. Amen. We claim victory in Jesus' name. So before we, before we get into, you know, I wanted, I told you that I wanted us to talk about, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurship. I wanted us to talk about our relationships since it's about, you know, talking about Mother's Day. Um, but before we begin all of that, I want you to tell the people who are listening um, a little bit about yourself and, you know, about your childhood and how you grew up. And, you know, I'll interject from time and time again, but I'll let you lead the way because you, people think that I tell good stories, but you tell good, good stories. You know how to tell a good stories. I learned that from you. So I do. We do. Amen. Oh, uh, so you can begin by telling us, you can start anywhere in your childhood about what it was like growing up in Haiti and, and what do you remember the most? What do you miss about it? You can go and discuss. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, my name already got you. I'm the, I'm Fatima's mother. And, um, 
The next daughter is Cassandra Gracian. Hallelujah. And I am so proud of both of them. Actually, I was born in Haiti, uh, the capital, which is Port-au-Prince. And um, we are 10 children. 10 children, yes. 10, ten children. children. And it, it is so correctly done. Five boys, five girls. Five boys, five girls. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, and unfortunately, at the age of 54, I lost my father. And so my mom became a widow uh, at a very young age. Uh, although she just turned on May 8, she turned 86. If I'm correct, 86, 87. I have so much in my mind. Sorry. Please okay. put up with me. And um, yes, and so five boys, five girls. But like I was saying, unfortunately, I lost a sister in two weeks after I lost my father. That happened in Haiti. Mm. So, yes. And so it's like, I think, seven of us here. And um, I did lose another brother like two or three years ago. Yeah. So we are down to seven. Okay. Unfortunately, we come and we, there is one day we got to go. Yeah. Yes. So yes. how was it? How was it growing up with ten siblings? Oh, I tell you, that's the thing. With ten, the sister that died, thank God, she was uh, already fourteen. What was her name? Mimos. Mm -hmm. She was named Mimos, and my brother who died was named uh, Godino. I don't know if my father knew any Italian. You know, since you know Haitian pick up names all over the world, <laughs> it's so funny. We can write books about that. We get names from all over. And people say, You got a German name. I remember when I and uh, I went to Santo Domingo in the 80s and I was checking, and the inspector wouldn't let me go because you have a German name. Yes, I have a German name. Okay, so that's that story. Okay, um. So we tend which is which is your which what is a German name? Is the German name Gertrude or Gerda or Jeda? Gertrude. Gertrude, okay. Gertrude. Okay. And 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 this is so true because if I would in in Gertrude in um taking French, French will be saying Gertrude. Mm. But in English, you know, it changed the the sound to Gertrude. Okay. You said Gertrude, you find wood in it. But I'm not a wood person. At time, most of the time, I'm not. Okay. And so, back home, oh yes, that was life. When we were growing up, that was life. I'm tell me, tell me, what do you remember the most about growing up in Haiti? I remember that we used to live, when we were like three, four of us, we used to live in one room. Wow. In one room, my father, my mom, and four, I remember like three of us. By the time we, my mom keep, you know, more kids was coming, we moved to two rooms. But by the time it was one room, and it was love, life. I, I'm telling you, it was beautiful. I have my oldest brother, Fanfan. He was the center. His, his preoccupation was like, the entertainer. 
you can stand right here and he pull you on this side come let's play let's play let's play and he make up stuff he take uh, a piece of uh, a little stone and then he scrub it scrub it on the cement and next thing you know you got it burned he go ah you're screaming and it will be, don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom. It hurt, it hurt. Yes, it hurt. Don't tell my mom, don't tell my mom. Okay, we pass, we walk, and we continue to play. Like Okay, that. so it was a lot of playing and it was a lot of laughter. It was a lot of laughter. It was, it was a full house. It, it was. It was beautiful. And I remember by the time we keep going, the family was expanding. And like uh, six uh, of us, at least, six six of us, at least, uh, you know, uh, yes, by Ug. And uh, am I allowed to say the name? It's yeah. My brother, my oldest brother, Franz. My lovely sister, I call her second mommy, Mary Josette. My brother, Oris May, he's my heart. And uh, Godino, he passed away. He was the entrepreneurship of the family. And in um, comes another, because three boys come after me. So... Orisme, and then come Godino, who passed away, and then come Hugues, and then come Tati Mireille. Oh, we call her Tati Mireille. The, the, you know, you guys will be calling her Tati Mireille. So it's like the growing up here that so much. So we all call her Tati Mireille also. And then Tati uh, Mimos will pass. And then uh, after Mimos, it come Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie, my sweetheart, my little boy. And uh, the last one, the 10th form, is uh, the 10th will be Tati Martin. That's our nickname to her. Her real name is Jeanette. Actually, there was a fight between Jeanette and Martin and my father, of course. He got the power to choose because they offered me to be the godmother. So I wanted to name my daughter, my goddaughter, Martin. But my father opposed. He said, no. I said, Jeanette, you know how it works, right? Why, why? There is no compromise. No, I said, Jeanette. Okay, okay, daddy. Okay, so tell me, speaking of your, your relationship with your dad, can you tell me more about your relationship? Okay, my relationship with my dad, I know. It was good. It was good. He was my role model in what you call the, 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 the field of entrepreneurship. 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 entrepreneurship thank you thank you entrepreneurship and uh yes because he was always and even my mom too because um uh, my father used to work at a bakery and uh he was so good as he was the chief of the other workers he was placed as the leader and then actually he was compensated so that's how we get to my family get to buy a house and then uh, have a bakery in the back, and then the 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 boutique in front where we used to make limonade, acasson, chocolat, and cabbage and pain. So in a sense, uh, I am the third of the family. Yes. But people call me the police of the family. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> so who am I the police? I'm the police because I, I, I actually I get several names. And they all several names. Yes. And they all fit me. Thank you, Jesus. Some of them that don't fit me, I reject them and I tell people don't even. Yeah, that's why I'm tough. Don't even. 
And so I know my my grandparents for my grandfather will call me Miel, what you call the bee in Haiti. Mm-hmm. It's a long story to get with because I used to cry a lot when my mother leave and it will beat me and I turn red. <laughs> stop crying. Your mother is coming. Mama, up to now. And I don't stop crying for my mom. So he beat me. Mm. Turn me in red. So he welcomed me. And then my grandmother, mm, I miss you so much, grandmama. And that was my best friend. That was my best friend. I remember when she comes to Port-au-Prince, leave Jacques Mayel to come to Port-au-Prince to visit. And I am the one who got to write letters. And the letters will be, uh, and she dictates me what she wants to say to the son, to a son or to a daughter. And then this letter will pass from hand to hand until that person get it. We didn't know about mail or thing like that. And wow. actually, unfortunately, uh, what century are away and it's worse. That's a shame. Yeah, it is. But I must admit it. And uh, and so, yeah, she was my best friend. And she will come and tell us tale. Like my father also, she used, he used to, we used to meet the whole kids in the neighborhood on, on weekend. Oh, my father will have those tail for tail. Oh, Jesus. And was it that game that you were telling me where it's like click crack? Click crack, click crack. And then we'll have, um, uh, beside click crack, we have trois fois passé là, where we both at each end, you know, the lie of them keep going back, back. And then when we decide to catch, seize one of you, and then we have to pawn you. Oh, it was crazy. And then the one, when you have a nice fuel, when you, when, of course, when you have a, a, a brand new underwear, you want to go to the one, you can wait, your jeep, please say, your pleated skirt, and you turn, you tell, oh, hola. Okay. All right, Okay. Yes, yes. And so, yeah. And so to finish with the, uh, with the, with the question, with the, uh, siblings relationship uh we were so great we were so good we are so loved each other you know the love we have for each other and everything i remember i never forget and i'm not lying i kid you not a other family in the you know community neighborhood yeah in the, in the community i will most likely say the community they will question my mom sometime how is it you got these kids in the womb, they always laughing, they always play because in the neighborhood we will see family, brothers and sisters fighting each other. I witnessed mm-hmm. that they, they fought each other for over what? Over a, over a cup, over a little ball, because the parents buy the red ball for this one, the blue ball for that one. And then I remember when we grow up, that's something we always rejected to buy several colors. Even we buy several colors. We don't name it. That's for so-and-so. That's for so-and-so. You know, it could be beside a birthday party. A birthday, I mean, you mm-hmm. can But regularly, you don't buy a ball, blue ball for 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 Z, red ball for G, da-da-da-da-da. And that create conflict in the family. And that was most likely the thing the, the kids, you know, it's not their fault. So uh, they, they used to fight, and we see that in the neighborhood. But as far as, uh, you know, for my family, we, we did love each other. I remember my, 
my brother, I always say he's darkest king. Skin. Dark skin, yeah. That, that's you know, he's darkest king than than some of us. We mix actually, and they used to call her as Haitian flag. We had all quiet him. No, you know my people. But uh, I remember he's the darkest, and then he got mistreated certain time, you know, mm. by the community because he was darkest. That's something in us. That's unfortunate. That is something in us. And so, how did it? How did it feel? Um, I mean, because I know in 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 the Haitian community, being Grimel is what you know. That's the, that's what I'm talking about. You Grimel, you got a name for that a nickname. You Grimel, you got a nickname. You and for those for those who are, are listening and you're not of Haitian descent, first of all, my apologies. Second of all, um, being Grimel means it means light skin in Haitian Creole. If you light, they light light skin, man. You are an albinos, you are a this, you are a dad. And if you are a grimel or a grimo, any little move, any little mistake you make, they think, they read your mind or they do psychology on you. That's because you think you're superior than others. Well, every Haitian is psychologist and everything. Including <laughs> <laughs> me, because so, it's our DNA. Yeah, so tell me, what was it like in school? I know that, you know, you've always really. Um, believe in the power of education. Oh, yeah. What was your, what was your, what was it like growing up in school? What was your experience? Um, yes, it, it was good. It was great. It was great. I, I grew up in, um, not private school, public school. And I mm -hmm. love it. I love it. Um, my first, um, uh, my, uh, years of, uh, not adolescent, before adolescent. Uh, elementary? Before uh, even elementary, like, like, um, ah, yeah. when you were a toddler? Like a, a toddler, thank mm -hmm. you. Toddler, uh, there was a neighbor, a very educated lady in the neighborhood. Actually, she baptized uh, my brother Godino who passed. She, you know how I work with Haitian. So she's the the godmother of him. And uh, she's the one who decided to open what we call a daycare today. Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and it was just cause defense to go to her. And then that was good. She start, uh, We started getting the, the ABC from her and everything until I was ready to go to public school first grade. That was Republic du Peru at the Marty song you heard about now by the St. Bernadette Church. That's where I did from my first grade to certificate to what you call here the last year of high school. And it was great. It was wonderful, good education. And boy, it was uh, most like most of the time some conflict between the the, the students mm. and i didn't any of them yeah mm. i i did <laughs> so <laughs> but uh actually people didn't you know my classmates or whoever did not mess with me but i had a cousin there she was a heavy set girl that's another thing people pick on you she was a very uh, heavy set 
uh, uh, young girl, and they they used to pick on her so badly. She will cry and everything, and then she was weak on that. She couldn't defend herself until one day I said, "Enough is enough," and so you know they were ready to beat her up or something. Although she was, you know, naive and not naive, but she couldn't defend herself. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's the time they're going to really use you as a walk to walk on you. And mm -hmm. that's the day I step in. Yeah. Like Jesus said, throw the stone. Whoever didn't say, never seen, throw the stone, and everybody disappeared. Mm -hmm. First one I get, I really get. Uh -huh. and, so wait, hold on, hold on. Was this was this a was this a fist fight? Was this a physical fight? Yes, I was very thin. I was very thin, very slim, but yes, uh, God give me the strategy to put you in your place. And ever since she had peace. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you never told me this story. You didn't tell me this story. Oh, no, 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 no. When people get on me, I used to, I mean, now I'm not only the age and, you know, I'm a Christian, you know, there is other strategy, like as you learn. But I wasn't praying. I don't bother you, don't bother me. That was my my thing. I don't bother you, don't bother. I am not on your way, don't be on me. <laughs> and that's it. That's so that. so you you was tussling, you was frightened. Oh yeah, I tell you one of the family that used to be in the sorry. It's okay. Yeah, and so I remember I was already very sad because my mom is not home. My father he got to go to work. And we uh, at, we were at the mercy of the neighbors, and that was so good. We were at the mercy of the neighbors, and uh, it was like three of us at that time. Yeah, uh, not three. Uncle Wisme was there too. That's four of us, and uh, I was passing by to go to my aunt. She used to live for um, a little bit in the front of the street. We were in the back. And I was passing by, I remember it's Saturday morning. Yes. I passed by her house, that young lady. And she said, oh, look at that mouse. There was a mouse actually in her, um, how do you call it? The dishwasher thing. They call it panier, panier assiette. Or even maybe she didn't see it, but just to pick on me, she said, I think that's, I had a nickname, Jeda. I think that's, that's her. She said, it's me, the mouse in the basket. Ooh. On her front porch. Ooh. I'm sorry, I didn't think that was a house, but I was there on her head. I pulled her down, actually. Oh, yes, I did. I'm not a mouse. I'm a human being. God made me with two feet. Two arms. I don't have four legs. Okay. Hell. So, yes. And I remember another episode where she was attacking me and when we went to get glow. We had to pick up water somewhere and then met me at the water thing. And you know how they do Tidife Vole, all this thing. I mean, Tidife Vole go to the person who's doing it and to the next person who wants to comfort me. So that was the thing, but thank God I'm out of it. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, 
that was the life situation. And um, um, yeah, I'm a different person. Thank God. And so what? I, go ahead. And 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 uh, my children, thank God, they they are raised in a country where you know those things, uh, those kind of things are are not permitted. You know, if you happen to to fall into it, there is ways to to correct that. You know, and 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 that's it, and that's good. And my mother had also a lot of siblings. Most of them are gone now. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, tell me about um, when you were making your way to come to the United States. Um, how was the process, and how did you first react when you knew that you were coming to America? Oh yes, excited. That's a good question. Yes, after my father passed, you know. Uh, um, the bakery, everything was coming, going down. Even before he passed, with the, with the, how you call it? <sighs> oh, I forgot how to call it. Not cyclone. Cyclone is Creole. The wind that come and destroy everything. Hurricane. Hurricane. That hurricane came and then destroy all the merchandise. You know, he miscalculated. So, they mm. all, you know, just before he died, things start getting down financially. Uh, but, you know, we, we stay together and put up together. And then that's the time I start working at a different place called GTA. And um, from there, I had a different vision that I wanted to travel. Mm. So, yeah, I start going to do what I could afford, you know, you sometimes it's good to start with what you can do, you know, right. take the first step. So yeah. I started going to Santo Domingo, which is uh, beautiful. And I wish my Asian government could think about, about it like that. You know, we are a beautiful country. We, we, we got, we are a beautiful country. We could do better than that. But unfortunately, the, the devil got into us, and that's unfortunate. So I used to go to the art any rate, and then by staff, that's where my entrepreneurship for my father kick in. Mm -hmm. People will give me money to bring stuff for them, and I will bring stuff myself that I think people will need and start reselling. And I start like that, and then I kept thinking about, you know, the next move. I think I did go to Puerto Rico like two times on a tour oh. with uh, a young man that was organized there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the second person tour, I did go. The first person tour I went uh, is Fritz, my husband now. Yes. Wait, hold on, hold on, slow down. Tell the story, tell the story slow. So you went on a, how old were you? My God, I didn't remember. Or oh, let's say probably in the twenty-seven. I was twenty-seven, probably. Okay, so this was before you came to America. Oh yeah, I'm talking about Haiti, where they used to organize tour. Okay, so you knew you knew my stepdad for inspiration while you were in Haiti. Definitely. But wow, my goodness, so. Okay, we'll get into that, but you went on the tour to to Puerto Rico. 
Mm-hmm. It didn't happen at that time. No, no, no. Why you? I was, you know, I was. Oh no, it didn't happen at that time. It's it's happened here in America. Yes, I know that. But so, but why didn't it happen at that time? Uh I wasn't interested. <laughs> I was not. I was very young. Want to live my life focus on what you know ahead of me plus my father died i'm a very i am a very uh, family stented person so i was devoted my time for my mom who become a widow and my little sisters and brothers because like i said i'm the third and the police of the family in all kind of, in all areas like morally financially i Cannot say spiritually because I was not a Christian. I used to go to church, but I can't even say spiritually. Uh, spiritually, because uh, like Jesus said, if you're not against him, you are for him. You know, I wasn't knowing nothing that, you know, so I was a Catholic, that's it. And so, yeah. And I used uh, to go to and then I remember my last trip was to Aruba. Was to wow. Aruba. Where I almost died. Why? What happened? I, 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 I like to adventure, you know, to venture and adventure. So, yeah. I remember meeting that couple in Aruba, that Haitian lady who married an Arubian. Do, do they say Arubian? I I have no clue, but we'll, we'll, we'll just say Arubian just for this conversation. <laughs> Let's put it there. Yeah, and then we met, and then she was she was so happy to meet. It was my cousin and I who traveled together that day, my cousin Solange. And then, because I refused to go alone, <laughs> and I always go with somebody, you know, which is a good thing. That's why I promote to all the young person especially these days you know don't travel by yourself two three make it better make it safer and so yeah she invited us for an evening you know outing and then we we i think they, they came to pick us up at the hotel and then she take us by the waf what you call waf where you see the bridge and the the boat coming big mm-hmm. boat coming on the bridge but what I didn't know, and maybe she failed to tell us, when the when the boat is moving, the bridge move away as well. Wow! So I didn't understand what was happening, so I nearly went down, and I don't, I don't swim. So, but God is good; He needed me; He needed me. So He sent His angel and tell me to move as quickly as I could. And uh, yeah, again in Puerto Rico at the Zoom, they took us at the zoo. I meant to say, uh, I went on the roller coaster thing. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. So, where would you like to? I, and just we're just going ahead a little bit, but where would you like to travel to in the future? Oh, in the future, I changed Paris to Israel. You would uh, you you want to go to Israel? Yes, Israel. I thought you said you wanted to go to Germany. No. <laughs> I would okay. want to go to Israel and touch these places that I'm learning from Genesis in the Bible. Touch, touch it, touch it. And then like 
Simon said, when Jesus died, now I'm ready to die. Then I'll be ready to die after I left. I, I will leave Israel. Okay. So tell me, okay, so you eventually make your way to America. Oh, yeah, to America. Were you, were, you, were you the first of your siblings to move to America? Yes, I was the very first one, the third sibling in the family, and the very first one to enter in America. Mm. Now, wow, that must have been scary for you. Oh, uh, when I was coming, I was very excited. I didn't think about nothing else. And then I did stay for a week, I think, and I went back home thinking about my mom, you know. She's alone, and I've been always with her. Even when I was very young, I was always my mom's companion. Like when she's pregnant, we go to the store, we buy material, she teach me, and I'll be the one to design the mumu and bring them to the dressmaker. Mm. And so no wonder I get a little thing here, a little thing there, a little thing there, which is a mess because that's no good. You're supposed to stay in one place and follow your way or you know all the way through success there but i've been all over but it's okay yeah well it's, there's nothing bad with that i think entrepreneurship you can learn and you can do different things right and you have so have. when you came when you came to the u.s who did you stay with and what did that look like oh in the u.s i came there was a fight between my cousin fritz and my sister-in-law lumen my lovely sister, and I finally decided to stay at Tati Lemon house uh, because, you know, for several reasons. So I stayed there with her. Uh, yeah, she. I learned a lot of things from her. Yeah, I learned a lot. She direct me, she guide me and everything. And then up to now, we're still friends. We're still together. My nieces, Jesse, Frances, we're still together. And that's a blessing. Yeah. It's so what happens ups and downs, but, you know, no major thing. Like, we, we're enemies. But thank God, we're still together. Okay. So what, um, when you came to the U.S., you sitting there, you're, and you were how old? I turned 28, something like that. Mhm. Mm and what what was one what was your first job in the US? Oh, my first job was babysitting. Mm. Yeah, I used to babysit a, uh, a child when you know when the parents go to work, they were Jewish and then you know, they need uh they need uh, a babysitter. And uh, it, it was tough because I was ordered to, you know, feed her, mm -hmm. watch her, you know, eating her meals. And you know how it's important for the child to, have, to eat vegetables and everything, which is a fight most of the time for certain kids because they do not like the veggie, but they must eat the veggies. Yeah. I remember she used to pick them up and throw them away and throw them away. And, you know, I felt like I, I, I didn't complete my, you know, I didn't complete what I was supposed to do. 
So what? I what do? You, go ahead. I'm sorry. And then I move on. I used to babysit an adult now. Yeah, in upstate New York, mm. for vacation. She was a retired uh, teacher. And I could see she she did like me. The, the family liked me. And she wanted me to stay with her. When she was leaving the vacation place, I was supposed to go with her. But I was scared because I don't know them that much. I wanted to be with my family. So I went yeah. back to Brooklyn and stay with them. But sometimes I think about it. You know, people, you, all, you always think back, you know, and maybe it could be better if I had gone with her. Blah blah, could have uh, complete my dream and things like that. But uh, it's the past. It is the past. But they it were, is the past. Uh, it is the past. They were. It was a lovely family, and I I learned a lot. And she used. She, if I show you those pictures, that the 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 son, he was a, a professional photographer, and the mm. and, yeah, his girlfriend as well. I had nice picture from them, and she used to call me model. She, 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 you know, she told me I should go to modeling school because I had square shoulders, mm-hmm. I had flat belly, I had it together, and I used to work like that. When I'm working, she said, "Are you modeling right now?" I'm not modeling. I couldn't even understand, but that was my my natural walk and things like that. So yeah, okay. So when you eventually, eventually, um, what did you start, start taking work seriously? What was the other job, the next job that you started doing and were you doing, did you, when did you start doing your entrepreneurship? Cause I mean, I grew up with you being the Avon lady. Yeah. You have all your statues and all that stuff like that. So how did that start? When did you you know, start working those two jobs. Um, you know, it did that. What well, did that happen before, or after you got pregnant with me? Actually, it did happen after when you were three years old. Um, okay, so then let's pause that. Let's pause and let's go back to how I came into the picture. Okay, I met um this gentleman and um. I mean, yes, I met him, uh, and then what happened? Where did you guys meet? We met at uh, my cousin. Uh, that was a christening party, I think. It was a party, yeah. And it was uh, my cousin was uh, the wife Post? of the wife of a friend of his, mm. and he was. And I remember that evening, I didn't feel like going, but I didn't want my cousin to get mad. So I did go by myself. And he did offer me a ride to back home. And as soon as he said, he wouldn't stay in one place. Woo! He couldn't get his hands off. Yeah. Hey! Yes, yes. And then, yes, yeah, so, and then we talk, we talk, and then I was hesitant. But, uh, well, you won. And then you come into it. And so, and so how did, how did he, how did he win you over? Oh, how? Uh, the sweet talk. The sweet talk and then everything. Yeah. 
most likely the sweet talk. And I was lonely also. I fell mm. lonely that time. And then, yeah, you somebody come and show you like Satan after the the baptism of Jesus. But thank God Jesus resisted. <laughs> but I did not. We live in there. And so, yeah. And that's how you come into place. And then I end up um, being a... Uh, how do you call it? A mother by itself. Single I'm mother? Single mother. I'm, I'm doing Japadi this morning because I'm missing my word. Maybe I'm too excited. It's okay. And, uh, yeah. And so, you know, thank God I'm not the person who's going to cross my arm and then wait for La Man Ciel to fall down. No, we're not in that age no more. So, uh, I start doing home attendant, taking care of old ladies, I mean, uh, elderly people. And then uh, it wasn't enough because I end up uh, having you and you need to be, to be taken care of. And so I pull up my sleeves and beside uh, the home attendant and then I find my way to, how do you call it, uh, uh, nursing assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just before getting into all of that, I I think I start selling Avon. Somebody introduced me to Avon, and you know I love beautiful things, smelling good things, and moving, moving around, moving, meeting people, other people that kept me so preoccupied. And then uh, also the benefit was you know helping because I placed you were in the care at the age of three you started the care thank God that's mm -hmm. it yeah yes I still we still have the I still have the daycare receipts to prove it amen <laughs> and so please do and so my you know my financial you become a burden for me so I do all kind I was I, I had a, a client that I used to go do what you call uh, day work mm -hmm. Once or twice a week, and you clean up the house you do. But she was a beautiful woman. When I say beautiful, that not exterior, that's inside. Like her heart, her her character. Yeah, slice was great. She treated either me go or my sister will go, and she treated us like human being, real human being, more than a family could even think about treating you. I that's beautiful. When we step in in the morning, she got her coffee ready. And uh -huh. she got a plate of big old cream cheese, blah, blah, blah. And you want there start working without eating. That's that, good. That's beautiful. So. Yes, it was. And yeah. that's encouraging. And uh, yeah, that $40 really, I just had to add some on it to complete your, your, your payment weekly because it, it was, you know, the care is weekly. Mm -hmm. I wish, you know. So, yeah, you start at an early age, and that really pays. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God that pays. I don't regret it. And uh, you, I'm so proud of you. You are a, a good reader. And I am a good reader. Day, thanks to daycare. Yeah. Thanks to you putting me in daycare. But So I wanted to start off when you became, when you find out, so I guess going back to Haiti or when you were a child or growing up and you had dreams, did you have, did you ever want to be a, did you ever uh, want to be a mother? Did you ever have desire to be a mother? I, 
I never thought so profoundly about that being a mother because to me it's a natural thing, you mm-hmm. know. I never, you know, my dream that when I decided to stay here, I wanted to be a doctor. And then from there, from life situation, all kind of hit you get from life, uh, I, I, I reduce it, you know, to be a different kind of professional, like a teacher was my dream, becoming a teacher. But uh, thank God I, I had the opportunity to teach, to teach like twice to, mm-hmm. uh, thank God to, um, I use a hope company organization. Yes, yeah, so we'll, and we'll get into that because I wanna I wanna tell you a surprise too. Okay. Um, but I wanted I brought up the topic of you desiring to be a mother, uh, because you know I know that the circumstances made it so that you unfortunately became a single mother and had to be the provider. Usually, you know, and the Bible it says is, but usually the gender roles is that the man would be the provider and protector of the family. And that unfortunately was not the situation. Um, so it became, it was a, it was a lot more difficult and a lot more hard for you. In addition to being, you know, someone who came here from, you know, a third country, it wasn't third world country back then, but unfortunately, you know, and so just growing up had that dynamic of, um, wanting to provide for your daughter and wanting a better life. And, you know, you talked a lot about community, um, and all of that, but when you think about that, how, how was the experience, um, during the beginning years of you being a mother? Oh, it was, uh, very, supported by family, especially my sister, thank God, uh, was here. My sister, mom, my mama. My mama, uh, Mama Mary, we call her all kind of names, Josie, you name it, everything. <laughs> Every family member got a different name for her, actually. Uncle Louis may recall. Madrid, but that's love. Don't worry about the ton. <laughs> And uh, so mommy that was there very, very supportive uh, during my pregnancy. And I had other family members, cousin, cousin. Uh, Olga, my cousin, was there, which is Sir Olga now. <laughs> and that um, Mama Marie, that's another Marie. Uh, Mama Marie, that's Lucilla. And Tati uh, Carol was there. And... Uh, Yvette was there, and by the time Tati Maggie came in in the picture, so we were eh, 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 and we end up living in a big family house, you know, all together. So yeah, that was a lot of support, you know, between babysitting on days of when there is no school, and my sister and I, we will choose, we work at the same nursing home place, but. We will. We we did choose to work on opposite weekend. So when I'm not there to watch her, her two children, my beautiful nieces, she loves angels, man. She will be there to watch you. You know, three of you that we call the three mercenaries. She loves Fatima and Hassan, Josman. Jojo, I'm sorry, I didn't miss your name. <laughs> the three of you. So. 
Yeah, and uh, that was a good family support right there that really you can count on and that really helped. That really helped. Yeah. Okay. So, um, obviously, I think, you know, you being away from, you know, working, I remember you saying that you were your mom's companion. You were always with her. Um, and, you know, I think just thinking about to my story that those were kind of like the experiences that I wanted, that I originally wanted, you know, I wanted to be close with my mom. Um, and unfortunately, you know, you had to work two jobs and, you know, plus being Avon lady to provide and support the household. Um, so I, I think for me, you know, when we talk about our relationship and, you know, we had its ups and downs, but most of the, the things that I really miss about our relationship was not really spending enough time, not getting to spend enough time with you. And, you know, I, everybody had their, I felt like everybody had their moms and I didn't have my mom around. Um, no, it's. We're we're getting we're getting through that now, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off. What were you gonna say? No, I'm saying that I am so sorry, but uh, thank God because for you, very strong person, very strong personality. Because uh, some kids, when that happened to them, that really uh, hurt the psyche, and then in in a way that. It cannot be repaired sometimes. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I have to be honest. It did hurt my psyche. It did. It did affect my mental and emotional health, which thank God through, you know, Jesus and therapy, I've been healed. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a part of the healing journey and not only in, you know, my relationship with myself, but also my relationship with you and understanding that you know, you did the best that you can do. You did what was only possible for you to do what made sense for you to do at that time. And, um, you know, it's, you can only go back and wish you would have done something, some things differently just right. based on, you know, my personal childhood experiences. And, you know, when, when you say that I'm a very strong personality and stuff like that, um, I would say that I wasn't always strong. I had to become strong and defensive because I felt like I had to protect myself. Exactly. Exactly. And so you've been going through a lot, a lot. And that's why I mentioned the word strong because for what you've been going through, um, uh, beside, you know, the, the help of, uh, years, you know, beside the love of God to for you to be what you are becoming today, that could have been worse. We could have lose you. Mm -hmm. But instead of losing you, here you are. That's why I made uh, the DNA was still there strong. Yeah, I mean, at times we are human beings. We can only go through some you know, certain thing, but there reach a point at time, you know, too much is too much. You know what I mean? And plus you are too young to go through all of that. And so that that's why I'm using the word strong. Yes. 
it is there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think because of those experience and what, you know, the traumatic experiences that I've ha- I had to endure, you know, when I finally went to live with you in, in apartment three N, right. um, you know, I would say that that was my earliest time that I remembered, like there was a disconnect in our relationship right. where, you know, we really, it was very hard for us to get along and always butting heads. And, right. you know, I became like rebellious and shut down and aggressive. Yes. And so, yeah. I'm sorry. And unfortunately I couldn't understand that was, mm-hmm. that's the, that's the worst part. When yeah. parents cannot, you know, can, cannot pick up, you know, where this come from, you know, what happened. That's that is the worst part. We don't sit to to ask questions, mm-hmm. and we want to still go in like do as I said, do you know, give the order. And mm-hmm. that, that is bad. That is really bad. Now, um, I will think that. Uh, in the churches, in the church that, um, you know, especially the Haitian church, there's so many that there will be people available, the the lead, the, the head of the church uh, could think about those kind of things that's happening, generally family, you know. To, to have a session on, on family, family, family matters, you know. And that could have been a big, that could be a big help, you know, if we do that. I know certain pastors in Philadelphia, they used to have those uh, talk show on radio, uh, on family. Yeah, and that, that helps. So I wish it could be more popular, you know, because it's a very good thing. Okay. So, um, why I think, you know, just to be specific and I've been open and shared about my story in regards to, uh, sexual abuse and how that affected me for a long time. Um, do you think just thinking about the past and when I told you, what could you, do you think about what could have been done differently or do you wish that we would have went to therapy together or something like that to better our relationship? Yes, definitely. I could have go to therapy with you. And I, I, yeah, I regret it. Honestly, sometimes I think about it. I don't know what it is. It is it, uh, a shame, like, you mm. know, yeah, a shame of, but, uh, I don't wish it could happen again, never, but I wish I had understand better and be with you, but you were all alone during therapy time, during the healing time. I mean, that's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's probably that's why I'm so becoming so attached to Cassie. Mm. Uh, It's like something I'm trying to pay back or catch on which is a different case but uh, yes i do regret it and for those mothers uh who's going to listen on mother's day or anytime you know you'll be having the privilege opportunity to listen to mother's daughter's conversation 
I mean, I would like to encourage you to pay attention to your children, either boy or girl, it doesn't matter specifically, especially these um, days we are living, it doesn't matter boys or girls, to pay attention, more attention to what is being told to you by your, by your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that will make a big difference. Yeah. That prevent a lot of fighting, you know, a lot of, uh, how do you call it, you know, regrets later on. Yeah. So that's my gift to all the women. It doesn't have to be mother. It could be an, an aunt because we do, we women, we care for, generally we do care. If you don't, if even if you don't have children, you may have a, a niece, a nephew, somebody you know, in your at your charge so pay attention to to the to the to the little voice yeah I, in my in my mind i call the kids the little voice uh and then that will really pays that will really make a difference and prevent a lot of damages yeah so you know i'm a teenager and I know that, you know, I was a rough, I became a rough, really rough teenager. It was really, really hard. And, you know, I remember when, you know, I was getting trouble. I always used to fight and get in trouble in school. Um, And, you know, and looking back, I think is because looking back and also going through therapy, I realized that I, I didn't have, I didn't know how to express the sadness and frustration that I was feeling from the effects of sexual abuse. So I was just trying to kind of like let it out at, at school. And because, you know, I didn't feel like home was a safe place for me and, you know, no one was really listening to me and, you know, you not really knowing, you know, how to deal with this situation. And it's a lot, it's a lot for a mother to have to deal with. And, you know, what was going through your mind, you know, during the moments of me growing up as a teenager where we just couldn't get along and even moving to Philadelphia, like always butting heads, like what, what was going through your mind during that time? Um, the first thing I remember that was bothersome for me is when you, you used to go always down back to Brooklyn. And you will come late time, very late time. You decided to get into the bus, whatever, to come back at, you know, very late. And I was worried, me, to death, because the streets are dangerous at that time. Uh, but thank God, uh, um, by the time I moved to Philadelphia, that's the time I really understand, you know, what uh, being a Christian is about, you know. And I was involved deeply in the church because after we moved and we left Brooklyn, I did promise, I made a promise to, to God that for everything he has done for, for me, for us, to serve him. And I really, I don't know, from New Jersey. Asbury Park, New Jersey. Oh, my goodness. And thank God you stay alive because you tried something there. And yes, I did. And it, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were telling me to continue, but go ahead and continue. 
Okay, so what my mom is referring to um, was, well, to backtrack, the reason why or what, I always, it's not really the reason why, but because she always wanted to move out of New York. She couldn't stand New York. So this was just an excuse for her to move out of New York. But what eventually led to us moving to Philadelphia um, was that um, I had gotten enough, I had gotten, actually, I, I didn't even do anything. Um, I never did anything. I always, every time I got into a fight, like you, mom, I, I was always protecting myself. I was always trying to defend myself. I never picked a fight with people. People just picked a fight with me because like your cousin, I was very obese. Like after, you know, um, while the abuse was happening, like, you know, cause I, you know, I remember when I was skinny and the only reason why I started gaining weight was because I was being abused and I didn't know how to deal with it. So I just started eating and eating and eating. I would not only eat my plate. I would eat my cousin's plate. I would say, oh, I became a human incinerator. Like I was telling, I had someone on my show. I told him I became a human incinerator and I started eating, eating and stuffing my face. And people made fun of me. Not only I was, you know, dark skin, I was dark skin. I did not, I did not have a relationship with my biological father. I had a full Arabic name and you know, everyone in my family, I'm the darkest out of my family. I'm the biggest out of my family. You know, people ask me where I'm from, from, and I say, you know, my father's African and you're not really having, that's why I always used to research and try to get to know my father's, you know, background when I was younger um, but anyway, I be, I was bullied a lot in, from elementary when I started gaining weight and, um, but this fight, I didn't insinuate it. It was after it was this girl, you know, I was, I was, I was, I had a boyfriend and she was mad at me because I had, I, I was dating the guy that she liked and, and she would she was mad at me for it. And I used to always hang out by the junction. I went to Midwood high school. Um, so I used to always hang out by the junction and I always loved seeing fights. So I used to hang out by the junction and, um, she was there. And then she, her, her cousins and her friends from another school, sheep said, which was Midwood's rival school, um, was there and they just decided to jump me. And, you know, me being strong-willed and everybody was telling me, Fatima, go home, go home, go home. I was like, no, I'm not going home. I didn't do anything and blah, blah, blah. So they jumped me. But I got one, I got one good one. I got one good one. I got one good one. And, and my cousin was there, Shalov, and she, she helped me too. Oh. And yeah, she did. She was the only one out of all of my friends who helped me. Um, and that's when, you know, before that happened um friendships like my friends we used to be i considered my friends my family they used to be my world um and then that was the beginning of me seeing that not everybody is your friend is going to be there for you the way that you know you, you they need to be there for you but anyway i got jumped and then it was on a friday and then on that week on i think it was on that monday that we tried to go retaliate and, you know, I'm thinking I'm all big and bad and all this stuff like that. And, um, 
it looked like I had, you know, I had some fierce competition and then I, you know, I had a family friend and they were all there, you know, trying to defend me. And then I guess you could speak more about it when I'm done that my mom had a sense that something was wrong that day. And then, and you know, I can honestly say now looking back that thank God she came, even though she embarrassed me in front of the whole school. And she said, Fatima, we are leaving this town. Yes. And, <laughs> and the Lord put the step bomb. Yeah. She said, Fatima, we are leaving this town. And she came at a time when, you know, the group of girls, because they were gang affiliated and they had weapons and stuff like that. I didn't know what else they had. And, you know, me, I'm, I never had a gun or I'm not gang affiliated. So, um, it was really, it was really a crazy, crazy day. And then a week later we were, we moved to Asbury Park, New Jersey. So this, this mother was not playing when she said, Fatima, we are leaving this town. Exactly. We left. I couldn't take it anymore. Yes. We left. And, um, and then that's, that's when it got started. And so as you can tell from the story, we left really, we, we left New York really abruptly. And at that time, like I said, my friends were my everything. You know, I remember one of my friends even was crying when I told her, when I was telling her, she was the only friend I got to tell goodbye when I was leaving. And, you know, that was a very traumatic moment. Um, and so every chance that I got, every time that there was something going on in New York, I would hop on a Chinese bus and go straight to, to New York. And it would be some days that I would cut high school and I would, I wouldn't tell my mom that I would, I would be in New York until that I was going to New York until I called her and I told her that I was there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so yeah, but I didn't know that me going back to New York, you know, back and forth kind of like, you know, made you, how did you feel? Yeah, it was scary because I don't know why I'm so overprotected. That's mm. a mother's, mother's job, you know. And then the thing that was killing me is the time you choose to come back, like the very late time, the last boss. And I keep telling you, the, the subway is very dangerous. You need to stop doing that. It's rape, it's killing, it's stabbing, it's everything. And so you wouldn't listen. And then when I tell you, oh, my God, why did I say that? You know, that's the time the, the confrontation began. And, you know, uh, it was a lot. But, uh, yeah, I remember exactly in, in, in uh, Asbury Park when you miss your friends your family, your cousins, so much, like you said, the way... Yeah, I didn't want to live anymore. I, I forgot that's what the story I was supposed to tell. Yeah, I didn't want to live anymore. Um, And so I attempted to... She she always said that I attempted to commit suicide in a lake, but I didn't. It was with the, sc the scarf I had, but... You know, I didn't, I didn't go through with it. Um, But it was very... I would say that was the beginning of, you know, me having, you know me being depressed, like being depressed and being away from my friends. I never, it, you know, growing up, it was difficult for me to make friends because people would always normally bully me. So those were like the only friends that I had. And that's why I always 
try to go back to New York and try to be with them as much as possible. Because when I was in Philadelphia, I was lonely. Um, but thankfully my, you know, my cousins, my two cousins came and they made living so much better. You know, I, it became, you know, life became, you know, fun again because I had my two cousins that I grew up with to be with me, went to school together, um, at Northeast high school. And so it started to become good again, but those are really, you know, depressing years to be here by myself. Um, after being with not only my friends, but my two cousins and, you know, Cassie is eight years younger than me. So it's, it's very, it was very hard to have a relationship with her. Um, but yeah, it was very, it was very, very tough. And I think, you know, when I used to come home from high school and think about how depressed I was, like I would literally come home straight from high school and sleep for the whole day. And then when I wake up, I would wake up around like 10, 11 and then eat, eat a big meal and then go back to sleep. Like I didn't, you know, there wasn't really any family life or anything like that. And so, um, that was really hard. Um, but then I went to like university first and then I got accepted to Temple University. Right. Um, and then I think I, I moved home and stuff like that. Can you tell me like, what, what was that experience for you when I started attending Temple University or, you know, I, at one point, a fun fact, me and my mom went to Temple University together because she decided to enroll herself in school in the same school. Um, so yeah. I think it was the reason was uh, that was the best uh, opportunity for me at Temple because I did research a couple. The the uh, the uh, they were too expensive, and then the also the how do you call the person you talked to before beginning class, like the advisor. But you don't have to tell us all of that. Just tell us how. But anyway, the advisor explained. Clearly, you know, to me, everything I needed to know. So that's where I end up there. But I, I was thrilled that my daughter and I were going to, to the same school. That's where I made the mistake because, uh, you know, teenager and adult, you know, it could have been better. But unfortunately, it was not. I remember when I walked in at your door, I had assignment to complete. I had problem to really complete it since i know you're a very bright person you can do you do anything thank god for that and um but instead of uh, being welcome i was rejected and thing like that and that hurt so i would pack up my thing and go home you know it, it was such a struggle mm -hmm. it was a lot going on between the two of us and i still couldn't understand that your wounds were, were open right there Mm -hmm. I, I never try to put uh, myself in your shoes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, in a way, that's really bad. And that's why, once again, I will tell the parent to be more open-minded, you know, about um, what the little voice will be reporting to you. Mm -hmm. Or the behavior, you know, to find out what is what. 
you know, find a time when everybody's sleeping, when it's quiet and cold, to try to approach that little voice. And yeah. he or she will be able to tell you in a private uh, time, atmosphere, a calm atmosphere, to really put it out. Yeah. So that was a, a mistake. And again, I will never stop uh, thanking my Lord, my Jesus, that it could have been worse. But yeah. by the grace of the Lord, we can look at us now, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, relationship uh, is repaired. Although at time I made, I continue to make mistakes, you know, the bad habit of coming to you like you the you the one to be blamed in my of my question the way I really yes I've learned and you will be remind me to rephrase you know yeah that's a good thing at first I was like what. Yeah, you call me Oprah and all the stuff uh, like that, but uh, yeah, but yeah, I think um when you you know most recently and even hearing about and we I think we talked about this when we had kind of like a breakthrough moment and we were both crying and you know I still didn't understand I didn't fully understand the big picture of how sad and upset you were and how it made you sad that you know number one I kept going to back to New York and then the big finale was when I dropped out of college I dropped out of Temple University well I not really dropped out I got kicked out because I had a really bad grades I was struggling with depression um but you didn't know that at that time and um uh I had left and I moved back to New York, I, 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 have, I had no intention of moving to New York, but I, I went there for one weekend and I never came back home. Um, and that was in 2010. And you kept trying to say, okay, it's time to come back home. It's time to come back home. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm here to stay, honey. Um, you know, at that time I was just, I had given my, I had, you know, accepted Christ or, you know, received salvation about a year prior because when I was at Temple University, someone, my, a friend of mine, she, we started going to church together and then I started going to church by myself. I don't know if you remember that. And then that's when I, you know, gave my life to Christ. And then when I moved to New York, um, instead of going to parties, I was going to church with my friend at the Brooklyn Tabernacle. Yes, that was awesome. That yeah. Was- so I, yes, Jesus, thank yeah. you, Lord. I did. <laughs> you know, I I bless the Lord for for that move because that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. I think I think for me that um our relationship wasn't what I there was a lot of mourning and grieving that I had to experience because, you know, when you look at other people's relationships with their mothers, um, in, in our family and outside of the family, you always had that desire and, you know, just, you know, always thinking like, man, I wish my mom didn't have to work two jobs. So we could have, you know, had a stronger relationships when I was younger and she didn't have to be away from me so much. Um, to now, you know, you creating a home, buying a home in Philadelphia and me still deciding to, you know, leave. 
um, to now, I think it was, I think it was fast forward to 2019 or 2020 where we hit, like, it was a really rough, rough patch in 2019 and 2020. Do you remember that? I don't remember. I remember the years before, kind of. I don't remember 2019. I remember by the time you you left Lincoln and come back, I was happy and begging you not to go to campus because uh, temple is right there. And I did just get my license and I'm like, I'm available. I'll be taking you to school. No. Uh, no. You don't remember that? No, I'm saying like, I wouldn't want that because yeah. that's like your mom dropping you off at school every day. Like, no. I'm dropping you so you don't need to live in campus. And then it broke my heart after that. Your grades was coming down. Oh, that's a no-no for Haitian family. Grades. Grades have got to be on top. And so I couldn't understand what, again, what was going on. And then um, I will be telling you that you registered to too many activities, but you wouldn't listen. I think they were the one that you find yourself, mm -hmm. you know, better at, at that time. Yeah. What you were looking for. Yeah. But I could not understand. And I think that's where your grade drop, drop off. Because I will be like, the, the thing that makes me mad, I will be like, if you are telling me that you are having problem with math or, you know, the other subject, I will encourage, encourage you to take psychology, which you are good at. So you could have long time ago, get your bachelor in yeah. psychology and then move on right now. Instead of just finish your bachelor, you could have do your master. And all of this, we Asian parents, we, we, you know, uh, struggling with we we're fighting for it's because we want our children to have a better life than us because sometimes you're lucky enough without a degree you can be placed you know in a good job good salary but most of the time you need to have the degree even you don't know nothing about what about mm -hmm. what but they need the degree and the degree so i think that's what uh, also broke my heart that you wouldn't listen you know to to my uh suggestion you didn't receive them you reject anything that i will be you know uh, put in front of you and well so at uh speaking of um, buying the house you you mentioned that at time when i mentioned about buying the house moving to philadelphia and you always say a couple of times you will say that's where everything went down that's where everything went down, and that is true because I was busy. I have to work. We have to pay. Uh, we have to pay uh, mortgage. Yeah. And Papi Fito is, was working. It wasn't such a good salary. I get into a mess. I can find a job with my degree. I don't care. I am going to work because I need to pay bills. I need to pay. Yeah. It becomes a mess. And so, yeah. Uh, but God is good. You know, always, yeah. Always yeah. Well. yeah, and I'm happy that, you know, we're able to sit down and discuss, you know, now and that you it seems like you, you know, definitely have clarity of, of what happened and what was experienced. Right. Um, and, you know, but, you know, just moving, I think moving forward, moving things along to fast forwarding to around 2019, 2020. 
you know, there was a period of time where I stopped talking to you. Oh. And um, do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Now I'm trying to remember. Yes. Okay. And so how, how did, I don't remember if it was like maybe two or three months where I stopped talking to you, but how did it make you feel? Um, it could have really bit me. And then every time I think about why you're not talking to me, I go into prayers. I, I pray and, and I pray and I pray because I know uh, we're serving a lot of miracle that can shake mountains and break barriers. So I will be praying and praying while uh, it's tied in my heart, but I will still keep, uh, you know, the Lord will give me strength to still move around and do things, although I'm bleeding inside. And uh, that really hurt. That that really hurt. And sometimes I wonder what you up to. What do you do? What did you eat? Did you eat? Who's hurting you now? What are you doing to protect yourself financially, you know, in all areas? What you're doing? So uh, I have to pretend that I'm happy. And, and plus all the other thing, you know, that rests on my shoulder, my, my second daughter, Cassie, you know, I'm always busy with her. And, uh, and so, yeah, um, it was, it was harsh. It was harsh and I will never say that I deserve it. <laughs> really? Is that so? Figuratively, yes. I, I think that's what, um release your pain you think that's what i deserve yeah that's what my mother deserves but um yeah um we come to an understanding now and that's all count right now yeah i think and just to kind of it wasn't really trying to punish you it was really trying to protect myself against you like you know, and that's why, you know, when it comes to now where I, I correct you or try to get you to see that, you know, and I don't know for those who are listening that if you can relate that, you know, if I tell you something and the first thing you say is, what did you do as opposed to, oh, what happened? It's like, I have to defend, I have to now spend the rest of the time defending myself and letting you know that I didn't do anything that this is actually what happened as opposed to if you would have said, Oh, what happened? Then it's like, I can feel safe to tell you without feeling like I have to defend myself from you. And so right. during that 2019 to 2020, you know, it was a lot of that. I just feel like we didn't, you didn't really have an understanding of how to like speak to me or, or how to be, how to interact with me or how to in, be in relationship with me. and. Maybe I had some, you know, uh, some aggressive tendencies that it was kind of rough. And so now I think that what changed for us was that um, I've learned to have a greater view of you, not only being my mother, but as a person, as an individual. Right. And I think that, you know, boundaries are things that are something that I've learned that boundaries are good. Boundaries are not meant to keep people out of your life. It's meant to keep people in your life, but with, but with a way that you, it's mutual respect, right? 
So when I wasn't talking to you, it wasn't a way to punish you. It was at that point, like, you know, speaking to you or interacting with you was hurting me and it was making me sad. It was really difficult because, you know, you know, I spent a lot of time grieving the relationship that we did not have when I was growing up. So it was just a lot worse. And I don't know why. I don't know why it became so very uh, 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 uncontrollable or un unmanageable anymore but i had to make a i had to make a firm decision to separate myself um and i remember i remember that day i was on a call and then i heard a knock on my door and it was my mother who was knocking on my door um and then so that was the beginning of us you know talking back to each other again and then I went to I believe I went to Philadelphia um to celebrate you know just to go there for your birthday and stuff like that and um what do you so what do you think about our relationship now um uh, first of all let me go back a little bit uh again um we must remember like uh, a person that was uh, that is a victim of any kind of abuse doesn't have to be sexual abuse and any kind of abuse you know physical you name it financial you name it spiritual abuse any uh, i become a very sensitive person you know uh, he or she may not remain a victim, a victim, but it's it's always there, you know, what he or she went through. And so that person needs to be approached in a different way than another person. And uh, and then I realized, you know, and thanks for, for you, you have insisted that, you know, that the conversation, the tone of the conversation, the question, you know, that has to be put in a different way you know, without uh, blaming you. And it's a very bad habit that we, we do have. And, uh, and uh, yes, it's a good thing that you insist on that, that, you know, I change the tone of the conversation, the way I ask questions, you insisted, and uh, finally it works. If I happen to put the, the, you know, in a way that's going to offend you, I could catch on before I could even complete the sentence. Yes. Like, you know, let me rephrase, you know. So it's a good thing that we insist and fight in life for what we want, especially if it's a good thing that will benefit, uh, you know, all the parties. So that's a good thing. And what was the question again? I'm sorry. So, um... I was gonna say now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, um, the Lord is good. First of all, you know, Matthew 6, 33 said, always put the Lord first. Yes, mm-hmm. I need to say that. Um, it's a good thing. Prayers are good. You know, trust the Lord. It's more than good. It is a great thing to trust the Lord that He can work for us. He's been at work for us and um you know it, it is much better 
so much better. And it's going to, the years to come will be definitely and definitely great. So it's, it's just a beginning. So I'm hoping we can remain in that path with clarity and understanding and respect. Okay. I like that. Um, so with that said, we are, we are, we, we done, we talked a lot for a long time, but I, I want to wrap this conversation up. First of all, thank you for agreeing because I know that this was, this, this was a long time coming. We, you know, you agreed to come on the show and, um, you, you know, I, I think so much about, you know, our relationship and I think about my personality and my characteristics. And I think about your personality and my characteristics and how we definitely have a lot of similarities and that everybody, all my friends who say, you know, who know you, they were like, wow, you're definitely Fatima's mom. Like you guys act like that. And they always joking. Like Joe's, Joe's mom is always saying, all right, Gertrude. Okay. Whatever. And, you know, I have you to thank for that. Like, even though, you know, you definitely, um, you know, I wish that it could have, things could have been better growing up. you like, but you were persistent in me going to daycare and, you know, reading me books and getting me books. And that's why I love reading now. Um, you're always, you're also persistent in, although you were overprotective. Um, I remember one time when I was in sixth grade. At the end of sixth grade, I wanted to go to the movies because, you know, my, my cousins was going to go to the movies with her friends. And you said, no, 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 come straight home, can't come straight home. So I came straight home, not knowing that, you know, because I think you had gotten your social work degree after that time. And you were working for Hope, Haitians, Americans United for Progress. And um, you brought me there. And then I became, and that was my first experience with community service and volunteering. You always instilled in us to do community service and volunteer. And, you know, I remember that, that summer we did like a, it was a summer program where we went around the community on Flatbush handing out. We were handing out condoms to to people in barbershops and the salons and trying to educate them on sexual prevention. Right. On sex prevention. And it was like, you know, I remember Elsie, the Elsie and also I forgot the um the teacher's name, but you know, I learned a lot about, you know, leadership and using my voice, even though and I think that was, you know, one of the initial spaces where I wasn't ridiculed for being big, um, for being fat, for being obese. And I literally, my strengths were being activated from that moment when I started going out and being, you know, I was basically acting like a community leader, right. even though I had no clue what I was talking about at that time. Okay. Yeah, I learned. And, you know, I just want to say thank you, mom, for everything, for, you know, making those hard decisions and, you know, and pushing through and sacrificing and and doing the things that you felt that was right at that time. Um, and, you know, I now know that you didn't do those things to harm me. You did them to kind of, you know, 
show me the way that you felt that was good for you at that moment. And, you know, because of me going, not going to the movies that summer, that day, and instead going into the program, you know, I was heavily involved in my community and, you know, being in nonprofit work, working with women and young women, you know, I love those things because of you. And so I just want to say thank you very much for, you know, not only agreeing to come on the show. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Hold it, hold it. If I don't cry, you cannot cry. Don't cry, Papa. Hold it. Hold it, hold it, hold it. It's too late. That's why I wear glasses. That's why I'm wearing my glasses. Nobody can see nothing. Okay, Papa, hanging there. It's, everything is in the past. Okay, we're almost done. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to tell you that on the weekend, this weekend, on the weekend of Mother's Day, and then your birthday on Monday, that I am going to um, officially be releasing my nonprofit. Oh, hallelujah. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, so I'm releasing it on Monday on your birthday. And and it's it's in your honor, but it's called it's called the Tima Foundation. Okay. The oh, team. Tima. <laughs> it's, it's it's called the Tima Foundation and it's gonna be an organization for it's it's gonna start off to be an organization for young women. Um help them in leadership development and training and using their voice and spreading their voice for good and helping their community. So, um, yeah, I just wanted you be, to be the first to know and, you know, to actually release it to whoever's listening. You have a, you have a heads up for my Monday announcement that I'm going to do this. And I just want to thank you again. And, you know, I know that our relationship hasn't always been the best, but you are right. We are heading in the right direction. And, you know, we are both Christ followers. And, um, you know, I thank God for reconciling our relationship because I think, you know, people can say that we are very much alike in more ways than one. And so one of the things that the enemy tries to do, tries to do is take you away oh. from, try to take you away from, you know, or, or try to destroy a, a really good thing. And I believe that our relationship is a really good thing. And so I'm excited to see how far it's going to grow. Um, you know, yeah. And we, we have the business, we have the business and entrepreneurship thing going and, you know, you, you've been a strong entrepreneur and that's a direction that I'm heading in as well. So I just want to thank you and honor you, mom, for a Mother's Day, the day before Mother's Day and your birthday to let you know that, you know, I know that this conversation that they, they might have been some parts of the conversation today that was hard. Um, and I wasn't sure how, how you would handle it, but I'm glad, you know, you still stay committed to the process and, you know, you're very strong. You're very strong. And I just thank you for everything. Thank you so much thank you thank you i'm i i mean from the beginning i said that i am thrilled to be sitting having my daughter interviewing me and it's 
international because we're going to be on YouTube or something. Yes, we're going to be on YouTube. It's going to be global with my 70 views. It's going to be global. <laughs> Thank God for that. And and I'm so proud of you. Yeah, first of all, I will to we need to thank God because he was in the center, he was the center from the from the bad to the good. He was always there. If he was not, I mean we wouldn't be there sitting today like that. He was there. And that's why I will encourage you as a Christian to always remember Matthew 6 33. As long you you bring the Lord in it, that's it. You don't need to know nothing again. You know, when when uh, the destroyer come to destroy, is the stealer come to steal? You say, oh, by the name, by the grace of the Lord, by the blood of Jesus, I command you and I'm not even afraid of you. I'm commanding you to go down where you belong to hell. And you're done. And you say that firmly because he is there. I'm telling you, he is at work until Jesus will come back for the big day. So, so yeah, and so I am really proud of you to be able to go that far and to use the technology, uh, the way you're using it, you know, to to bring uh, the good news to to the world, you know, because it is like you say, it's global. People are going to watch, like we like what we did today. I think it could be useful for other families, especially the Haitian parents, you know, who are always too busy for the little voice. We always think that food, clothes, housing, that's all count. No, it's not that all count for the little voice. I call the kids the little voice. It's not all of that count. It's not only that count, food, clothes, and housing, but also they need your ear. They need your shoulder to listen to, to have a communication, you know, to ask questions in a way that could really open doors for them to make them comfortable enough to speak up. And uh, that's my hope for the Asian communities. And I thank God that all wells that and wells, you know, the, the, the biting, the confrontation, I mean, they are over. I should think so. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, now it's a different world. And uh, amen to that. All right. Amen. I well, thank you. you for coming on. What you said, Mom? I wish you a lot of success. Thank uh, you. I wish you a lot of success. Keep going. Don't get discouraged. And keep moving on. And I know uh, people think... Uh, you look like Miss Obama. I send you a picture, your graduation picture to my cousin in Haiti. So he replied and said, did you know Miss Obama when you were young? He was so serious. Amma <laughs> was so serious. And I had to answer him right away. I said, no, that's Fatima. Because you went home when you were four years old. You went home. I'm saying, you don't remember Fatima? That's Fatima. And he said, no. No, how can she look so much like her? We're saying that not, you know, but yeah, I'm going to need, if I go to Haiti, if I ever go to Haiti, I'm going to need security because <laughs> they're going to think I'm Michelle Obama. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even, it's not only in Haiti. Most of the place that you, you go like, um, 
uh, uh, Caliban, you know, because it's always some dangerous thing. But anyway, uh, so you keep going, Miss Obama number two. <laughs> my Michelle Obama cup. Yeah. Oh my God. You see? Say, I, I need to have one. <laughs> I'll get you one. Oh, that's okay. And then, um, yeah, it's a good thing today. And, uh, we, can really mark that they uh, started a um, May 13. May 13. We have to mark it in our calendar. It's a day to celebrate. Yes, it's a day to celebrate. Well, thank and you, I Mom. Will, I will look forward to, to watch you, to watch you and, you know, it's the celebration opening. Okay. Well, thank you, Mom. I'm going to, I'm going to actually upload it today. Um, so people can start to see it. But thank you. So wave bye. Bye-bye, everybody. I love you all. Don't forget Jesus. It's in your business. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.